Hello, my name is Chris Bay and welcome to my podcast on the 4th Official. This is a special episode with guest and the guest today is interpreter and translator, Staunch Rangers fan, the one and only Manique Manny. Manique, how are you doing? I'm fine, thanks. How are you? I'm great, I'm great. Uh, better for having you on. Um, you've been <laughs> someone I've been uh, hoping to have on for quite a while and now that the opportunity presented itself, I'm, I'm delighted. Um, I suppose the, the last four or five days has been great for you watching Rangers? Yes, it has been a sensational week. Yeah. Uh, finally, I got to uh, work at Ibrox, feel the atmosphere, feel the club, get inside the ground, see the secrets amongst this uh, unbelievable club. And yesterday, the way we did win uh, Smelty Glasgow. So for me, it's all wonderful. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, so who is Manique? Um, before you came to, you know, the eyes of the Rangers fans, what what did you do beforehand? Were you just a translator for Braga or po- all, all Portuguese clubs? Yes, I'm, I'm a translator in Portugal, more for Braga, uh, last couple of years, and Rangers came down to play two, two years ago. Just, just uh, on the week the pandemic started, basically, um, early March 2020, no, I mean, end of February 2020, and Rangers came down, and um, I had a press conference like, like many others, not, not not like many others, of course, because Steven Jarrett was there, so he was a big name, perhaps, yeah. the biggest in, in my, my young career, and at that time, I had um, an eye infection called conjunctivitis. Oh, right, yeah. So, I had to use glasses. And right. I was, that, isn't, yes. that isn't actually part of your image. You actually had to use them because of the conjunctivitis. Yes, I, I had to use them. Otherwise, I would not be able to, to to interpret. Even with the glasses, it's highly infected. So it was a risk to uh, be there uh, with so many people in doing this uh, press conference. Yeah, um, because I must admit, when that press conference happened with Steven Gerrard in Portugal, when I seen you... And I know many other Rangers fans thought this. It was like, wow, this is like the coolest interpreter we've ever seen. Like, this guy is just, <laughs> like, you looked a million dollars. You, you actually, you, you look really cool. And from that moment, the reaction from the Rangers fans, we just we just took you in as one of our own. And did, did you sense that, you know, love from the Rangers fans? Yes, I mean, since that point, I received long a uh, lot from from Rangers fans like like anybody else. It has been absolutely amazing. Uh, Rangers fans having me into groups. Rangers fans started following me on Twitter, uh, saying compliments about my look, about my translation skills, and the only way for me to to pay all these uh, compliments and tribute is to also start to follow the famous. Uh, Glasgow Rangers, which which was uh, what happened. Firstly, I was just following because of the messages, but now it's different. Now I learned, I did learn how to love the club, how to appreciate the club, and even if Rangers fans would not send me messages or send me compliments, I would still be a Rangers fan. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Before Rangers, what team did you support? Was it Braga? No, no, my 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 childhood team is, is Sporting Sporting Club Portugal. 
All right, okay, yeah, Rangers have got a wee bit of history with them as well. Um, you, so, in 2008, you played you played in Portugal and you eliminated uh, Sporting. <laughs> yeah, we've we done it again a couple of years after that. We scored in the last minute in Portugal. Um, it was Morris Edu scored right in the last minute as well. Um, and ironically, in that game, you, you know, Pedro Mendes, a former Rangers player, he actually scored against us for, for, for Sporting Lisbon. But, yeah, what, year was that, what year was that? That I think that was twenty twenty ten I think it was it was Walter okay. Smith last year. And Pedro uh, Mendes scored versus the Rangers. Yes, he did. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, it was quite a bittersweet moment. We we drew one each at Ibrox and then went back to Sporting Lisbon's ground and we drew two each. We went through on away goals. We scored in the very last minute with Morris Edu. But the more famous match, as you said, was the one where two thousand and eight we won two 0 um, and Stephen Whitaker scored a goal that is still well remembered. I think he took the ball from the halfway line and just kept going and then slotted home. Yeah. Leg- legendary goal, yeah. So obviously when we when we last beat Sporting Lisbon uh, in 2008, as you alluded to, we got to the UEFA Cup final. And this year we're now in the Europa League mm-hmm. semi-final. Is is that something that, that excites you watching Rangers in Europe? Of course, of course. Um, for the past, since I started to follow regularly the Rangers, for the past uh, two years, Rangers has done sensationally in Europe, uh, beating great teams, uh, always scoring many goals, uh, making it very hard for whoever comes to Ibrox. Actually, it it exceeded my expectations. I was not expecting Rangers to be that great. No, I think it's exceeded my expectations, and I'm a Rangers fan. It's, it's been quite a it's been quite a season. Um, obviously, being an interpreter, you have to speak many languages. How, how many languages can you actually speak? Uh, I speak and write Portuguese, my first language, then English, French, Spanish. Wow. I also communicate in Creole, which is a language of my African background, which is Guinea Bissau. And uh, currently, I'm learning German. Wow, that's uh, do you find it difficult learning a new, a new language, or when you when you when you know so many languages, do you find it easier to learn a new one? Yeah, I find it easy to learn a new one, and uh, languages is something that I do love. So it's yeah, it's a passion for me to learn languages. And right now, like I said, I'm I'm trying to learn German. So yeah, it's a new challenge because I believe that. I'm, I'm able to add more languages, so yeah, this is my short-term ambition now to learn uh, German. Yeah, absolutely. How do you find the Scottish language or the Scottish accent? At the beginning, it's hard, but now I'm I'm kind of used to it. Um, I, I believe some of you know, but some don't. But I lived in Edinburgh in the past. Well, did you really? Yes, I did live in Edinburgh. My masters, I did study in Edinburgh. Harriet what? Wow, I didn't know that. That's, that's incredible. I did not. I did not know that. Yes, I did study in Edinburgh and I graduated in uh, December 2019. So just two two years and a half. Wow, that's incredible. So I, I, you already had a kind of a bit of experience with the Scottish language, then? Yes, yes, yes. I do. I did have a lot of Scottish mates. Uh, my lecturers, some of them were from Scotland as well. So yeah, it's not. My very first contact uh, with, with Scotland, the, the Rangers. No, I experienced. A little while in Edinburgh. See, it's quite, it's quite interesting. Glasgow and Edinburgh have a bit of a, a rivalry. So who would you say is the most friendly of people, Edinburgh people or, or Glaswegians? Well, Glasgow by far. Glasgow, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Correct answer, I would say. <laughs> um, they, are, they, are, they are more friendly compared to Edinburgh, yeah. 
so so in terms of what you do for a job is it just translating and, and interpreting but mm-hmm. obviously not just for football clubs do you do it for other things as well yes i do other things uh, in fact uh, my first time that i went to glasgow i mean first time not the first time uh, yeah the, the, yeah the first time because the first time it was just to catch a flight uh, so i went straight to glasgow airport the first time i touched on glasgow was to work at a comp 26 right. was uh, november last year yeah so yeah, it proves that I'm engaged with many other any other topics. I work in the public and public and private service. Uh, I work in international relations, politics. So yes, I, I'm a I'm a versatile interpreter. Yes, you are indeed. You are indeed. I suppose being a football fan, though, the the job of being an interpreter for press conferences for Braga, it must be a bit of a dream for you because you love football so much. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's good to be. It's actually amazing to to be around uh, that working atmosphere because yeah, as a young uh, as a young man and when I was a teenager, I used to play football, and now to be involved in football, of course, uh, it's it's mean it means a lot in and let's say it's more it's less challenging compared to other areas because I have a certain expertise in football, so yeah. I'm mixing my my love with with job. Which makes me achieve a, a good level of interpreting. Yeah, absolutely. Could I just ask you, Mike, when Rangers beat Braga in 2019, you know, at Ibrox, uh, Braga were winning 2 0 and Rangers came back to win 3 2. And then we went over to Braga and won 1 0. What was the reaction like in Portugal? People were, were, were uh, surprised. Uh, even myself, I was expecting maybe. Uh, Braga, I remember I was watching that game in Ibrox. Braga was kneeling, winning 2-0 comfortably. I said, okay, so Braga will take down. Then out of a sudden, second half, Rangers came with a scary, scary momentum. The fans behind the team and they managed to score three goals. It was it was unbelievable. And, at the, and then when you put the Braga, people were expecting Braga to, to do it because... Uh, uh, one nil goal would be enough. And Braga at that time had a, a good team. They had a, that player called Francisco Trincao. Yeah. Which was the the man in form. He was he has been transferred to Barcelona. So people were expecting Braga to to progress. But then we've seen a very well organized Rangers team, uh, leaded by Steven Gerrard. Very good tactics, and it was very difficult to get into. Uh, the Rangers defense and then Ryan can score that goal, which means Rangers did progress. So it was a, a surprise, I would say. Yeah, it, it was it was phenomenal. I, I was there that night at Ibrox as well, where we came back from 2 0 down. The the fans that night, the atmosphere that night, sorry, was just incredible. But what topped that, what 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 was better than that was the the match last Thursday. Mm-hmm, yeah. So. Epic one. Yeah, so in, in in Portugal, Braga beat us 1-0. Now, Rangers didn't play very well. I don't think Braga played particularly well either. I, f- I think it was a very boring game, if I'm honest with you. But well, the Braga fans and the Portuguese media, were they pretty confident that Braga would get the job done back at Ibrox? Uh, the, uh, the feeling after the first match is that Braga should have won it for more because uh, Rangers... Uh, they they barely had a shot on target, and Braga did have a certain dominance. So people were saying, okay, Rangers should at least uh, Braga should at least 
score one more goal because of Ibrox, it will be very hard because of, because of the atmosphere. And we did experience that in the past. So, yeah, they they had some regrets that Braga didn't win by a larger margin. Yeah, absolutely. So, you were at the game last Thursday, is that right? Yes, I was at both games, uh, first match and second match. Let me just say one thing. On the first match, obviously, I was on, on the, working in, on the Alfa Braga. So, we were there. And uh, before the match, the Rangers fan was so loud, so loud, and people were mad. They were saying, oh, my God, these Rangers fans, they're not, they're not going to shut their mouth. Okay, let's play some music. <laughs> they, said they wanted to play some music because the Rangers fan was so noisy. <laughs> and they started to play music, and they were English songs, and the Rangers fan was singing. <laughs> they pissed them off. And after the third music, which was Queen, uh, I think, I don't know, they was playing Life is Life, this kind of, you know, old-fashioned songs, and Rangers fans were singing, and then after the third one, they said, okay, enough is enough, let's play some Brazilian songs, Anita, because the Rangers fans are taking the piece. And for <laughs> me, it was so funny, but obviously, I, I couldn't laugh, because yeah, I, I, had to, I had to be professional, but I was, I was happy with the, with the behaviour of Rangers fans, that they were uh, irritating black people. Could I, could I just ask, Monique, see on the TV, watching it, there was, it seemed to be that there was quite a an incident happened in one of the stands. There seemed to be a bit of fighting, and we, we still don't really know what happened there. Do you, do you know what happened? Um, it was um, yes, uh, I did I, I I did not see on on the TV, but I I did see at the ground. Basically, okay. the police trying to coordinate and trying to impose some rules to to the fans, and then, you know, if one fan or two don't obey. It starts the the whole mess, and yeah, it went nuts for a little while. Yeah, right, okay, because it was a bit confusing on the TV, because it didn't seem to be the kind of atmosphere that that, that was going to start, like, a, a, a big fight or anything like that, so it was quite confusing, but obviously the, the game finished 1-0 and went back to Ibrox. Was this your first game at Ibrox ever? No, uh, my first game was when I, when I came to work at the Club 26, I right. had to find an excuse to come Glasgow, uh, to, to come to come Ibrox, and I did. I did see uh, Rangers versus Ross County. In right. fact, it was the I think it was the last match of Steven Gerrard on the bench. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he left that week or a couple of days after, or a couple of days before. But yeah, I remember that was the the last time I've I've seen Gerrard. And then after that, I went to. Awesome. I mean, after that started rumors about saying that he was going to go to. Villa, and then he ended up accepting their offer. Yeah, yeah. So, obviously, last Thursday, um, Rangers are 1-0 down. Um, before the match, Ibrox is absolutely bouncing. It was. Have you ever experienced an atmosphere like that before? No, 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 I didn't, I didn't. Yeah. I, 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 came, I went to see Manchester City many times because I did study in Manchester, I uh, went to Old Trafford, Etihad, uh, Nottingham Forest. I go there quite often, but Ibrox is a different level. Yeah, it was crazy that night. And then Rangers scored in the first minute and the roof almost comes off the place. That must have been, you know, for yourself to experience that for the first time, really, you, you must have been blown away by that. Yeah, yes, it was. It was uh, I was surprised to see... Uh, such a strong start. Uh, five minutes already, two goals. Okay, one goal was pulled out, but it was a emphatic start of the game. Yeah, 
And obviously you're there working for Braga. How hard was it to contain yourself not to celebrate? Well, <laughs> you have to be professional, so you yeah. try to keep that poker face. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously Braga scored in the, the last minute, well, the last couple of minutes to put the game in extra time. They were down to 10 men, but they seemed to have come into the game at that point. Did you expect Braga to go on and win, or did you still think Rangers had enough to, to get over the line? You know, sometimes when a team misses too much touches, it gets punished. Yeah. And for a little while, uh, I was not seeing Rangers scoring. I see Braga did score. I have seen a different momentum from Braga, so I said, this can be dangerous because this can go to penalties, and then Braga can win because we did see that many times the best team doesn't get to score and then they lose out on penalty shootout. So for a little while, I was fearing that could happen. But sadly, I mean, uh, happily, it, it never happened and Roof scored uh, on, on extra time. Yeah, um, a, a, a great effort. So going into the, the Old Firm match uh, just at the weekend there, obviously after playing extra time in Europe on the Thursday, you must have been like many other Rangers fans, not expecting much, and then they produced a, a, an almighty performance to beat Celtic. Were you surprised at that? Because I know me as a Rangers fan and many other Rangers fans back here home in Scotland, we, we're still pinching ourselves because it was just a fantastic effort by these players. Yes, I, I was. Um, even with some fans, they were asking me for prediction. I said, I don't want to say my prediction. Uh, because it's very unfair for Rangers to play just two days after uh, a 120 minutes tight leg versus Braga to play again versus Celtic for a semi-final of a cup, which is like a final. It's unfair because Celtic had much time to prepare physically, mentally, and as lot to go straight after. It's going to be harder. But then again, yeah, the players did uh, wonderfully and we are going to the finals. Absolutely. So obviously, your experience with Rangers led you to support the club. Um, I've, I've obviously asked you how you found the fans and stuff, but you, you seem to have really got yourself ingrained in the culture of the club and, and what it means to Rangers fans. Is are you Were you surprised to, to see the passion of the Rangers fans and, and how much we love our club, considering, I don't know if you know what we've been through in the last 10 years, but... Uh, we've been through hell, we've been to hell and back, and, and now we find ourselves in a semi-final of a European competition. Does the passion completely surprise you every time, or are you now pretty much used to it? Yes, uh, for me it was uh, a whole surprise, uh, because uh, yes, I do remember the Rangers experienced a pretty bad moment. Uh, they went down to lower divisions, but then, yes, I remember that they, they came back quickly as well. Yeah. Uh, in Portugal, at some point, it was very strange because you had a Portuguese manager, which is Pedro Caixinha. I was going to bring him up. <laughs> yeah, Pedro Caixinha came down. He brought Bruno Alves, um, Dalcio Gomes, Fabio Cardoso, Candeia. So at that time, Rangers was, yeah, became trendy again in Portugal. But we did see that uh, not, not good enough to, to overcome Celtic. And I had a close friend of mine, which is Joe Dudu. We grew up in Nottingham. He played for Rangers. So at uh, that time, I was also following the Rangers. And yes, at the beginning with Stevie, it was not, uh, was not so so easy. But 
I think he did quite well afterwards. He started to win a Celtic part, and yes, as a time went past, he started to get closer and closer. And last year was phenomenal. So the fans, I would say, yes, uh, it shows. It's an example for the whole football industry because some clubs they experience crises, and sometimes we do not see fines behind. And Rangers did prove that this is an example of loyalty. If if your club uh, is not doing well for whichever reason, you always need to stick back and support because good days they may take a long time, but they will all always come back. Absolutely spot on there. Just on Pedro Kixinha, what what was the reaction like in Portugal when he was appointed the Rangers manager? Because I'll be honest, Monique, we didn't know who he was, and we were. I think every Rangers fan was completely surprised by this appointment. Was he a well-known figure within Portuguese football? Even even in Portugal, he was a surprise because he's not. He, he did not win any trophy in Portugal. He was a manager of uh, lower Portuguese teams. When I say lower Portuguese teams, I mean teams like Saint Mirren, uh, Motherwell, and I'm, I'm not even exaggerating. He yeah. made he made a good career overseas. That's true. He went to Mexico and, and he did well over there. And out of a sudden, we see him appointed to Rangers. It was a surprise for us because normally uh, Portuguese managers, before they they go to big clubs in 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 overseas clubs, they need to do something in Portugal. Yeah. So yes, he did nothing major in Portugal, and out of a sudden, we see him appointed for Rangers manager. So of course, it was a surprise for all of us. Who would you say is your favourite ever Rangers player that is Portuguese? Favourite uh, Portuguese player that plays Rangers? Yes. Oh, Pedro Mendes, my neighbour. He's my neighbour, Pedro Mendes. Oh, is he your neighbour? <laughs> yeah, he's your neighbour. He's my neighbour. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd actually have to agree. A close second for me would be Daniel Candace, but Pedro Mendes was fantastic. I suppose you've seen the goal against Celtic? Yes, uh, what a banger. I forget if it was his first match or something, his first uh, old firm, yeah. Yeah, it was absolutely tremendous. Why do you think Bruno Alves wasn't a success with Rangers? Because he was a fantastic defender, but by the time he came to Rangers, it just didn't really work out. Do you think he was just too old by that time? I just want to mention another player that, um, uh, that I quite liked. On my childhood and played for Rangers is Nuno Capucho. Nuno Capucho, well, you know, a very good player before he came to Rangers, but when he came to Rangers, I think he was just a little bit finished by then. But I remember Nuno Capucho played for Porto against Celtic in the UEFA Cup final, mm-hmm. and he was absolutely fantastic. Rangers then signed him, and we were all excited, but it just never really worked out for him. But I can see why he was one of your favourite players because he was he, he was a good player, but he just never really done it for Rangers. It, okay. The, oh, well, I I I was I was I was on primary um, primary school, so I I could not say if it was good or not. But for Rangers, but I remember that for Rangers, but in Porto, yeah, on his on his, on his gold years, he was a a terrific winger. Yeah, yeah. As I say, he he destroyed Celtic in that UEFA Cup final, and then. When he came here, it didn't quite work out for him. But th- these things happen in football sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can sign a really good player and they, they, they just don't perform. Yeah. Talking but, about Bruno Alves. Well, Bruno Alves, um, that's true. Things didn't quite uh, work out for him at Rangers. I, I was surprised. Uh, and I, I don't think it was a matter of age because 
uh, straight after he went to Serie A and yeah. he was a captain of Parma for for three seasons. I think you may be aware of this. Yes, yes, he was. Um, he was still playing for Portugal as well. Uh, it just mm-hmm. seemed to be that. Uh, it just didn't work out for him at Rangers, but as I said, one one player that it certainly did work out for uh, for us was Daniel Candace. Um I loved Daniel Candace. I thought he was a fantastic football player, but again, he wasn't a well-known name. Did did many in Portugal know who Candace was? We know him, but like Casina, he he never played for a big club in Portugal. Candace, uh he played in again in teams like Motherwell. Saint Mirren in Portugal. He did well at uh, this at these clubs, but and then he signed a contract for Benfica, but he never played for Benfica. He was yeah. always released. So that shows that he was not uh, quite a famous player. He he played for for the youth team in for for Portugal. He played for under 21s, under 19s, yes. So he was kind of known, but it was a surprise to see that he was a a great name for for Rangers. Yeah, no, he was he was a great player. So go, going forward, Mike, are, are, are you a Rangers fan for life now? Yes, yes, for sure. Rangers fan, me and Rangers, we have a a link, we have a bond forever. Yeah, absolutely. And do you plan on coming over much more? Yes, yes. Uh, I'll, I'll at least every season I'll have to come once or twice. At least I have to come. Uh, well, I, I definitely have to arrange to meet up with you whenever you come over because, as I say, you're one of the coolest guys I've ever seen. You're just, you, <laughs> you're you're totally sound in every every way. Um, I have to say, uh, your your celebrity within the Rangers fan base has just been incredible. Um, we all love you. Uh, you you you've we've taken into our hearts and and long may that continue. You you've experienced so much in a short space of time. I think you even had a night out with Lana Wolf. Obviously, I'll not ask you about that, but um, that must have been an experience for you. Well, I did meet a lot of Rangers fans uh, since this time period, and Lana Wolf was just another one. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So, Rangers are in the Scottish Cup final, we're in the semi-final of the Europa League and we're six points behind Celtic. What do you think we can achieve by the end of the season? Well, I think uh, since we are in these both three competitions, if, when you play for Rangers and you are a Rangers fan, you have to uh, uh, aim to win everything. Everything. Absolutely. The league is mathematically possible, so we can win. We did beat Celtic Glasgow, so I believe that mentally they are less less strong compared yeah. to before, so they can sleep in, in domestic games. So we need to push until the end. Do you know what? I absolutely agree with you 100% now. Um, we're playing Leipzig in the Europa League semi-final. How do you expect that game to go? Well, Leipzig is a tough opposition. They have a, a bunch of exciting young players. But again, we are, we are Glasgow Rangers, so if we did beat uh, Dortmund, we can also beat uh, Leipzig. Yeah, I totally agree with you there. Absolutely agree with you. It's going to be an exciting end of the season. Um, I, I suppose you're not going to miss any match. You're going to be make, making sure you tune into every match. Second? I suppose you're going to tune into every match between now and the end of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. I will, I will follow every game. Because you're, you're based in Portugal, aren't you? I live in England, between England and Portugal, both. Oh, right, really? So, whereabouts in England do you stay? Leeds. Oh, nice, nice one, nice one. Um, so, do you commute kind of back and forward? Yeah, yes, yes. I uh, come back and forth when I have jobs in Portugal. Obviously, Braga played 
uh, they did well in this Europa League, so I went there quite often to work for them. So, yes, I've been going back and forth. Nice one, nice one. I didn't actually know that. Um, no, you have a very interesting life you've led so far. What, what age are you, Monique? I'm 28. 28? And you've, yeah. Jesus, you know, I'm 32 and I've not achieved half the stuff you've achieved. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you very much. It means a lot to hear from you. Uh, the the one thing that I knew you'd be an interesting uh, I'd have an interesting discussion with you, but the one thing that really surprised me was your education background in Scotland. Yes, uh, I've I've studied quite a lot to be in in this in this position. Uh, I I have a bachelor's. I did study the bachelor's in Manchester, University of Salford. I did Erasmus in Belgium, in Spain. I also did work placement in Spain. I lived one year in France and was a teenager. So to get me to this uh, fluency level of languages, it took me a lot of hustle in, in the past. Yeah, I can imagine a lot of dedication and commitment as well. That's um, true. The, the one last thing I'll ask you is, do you have a message for the Rangers fans? My message to the Rangers fans, keep supporting the famous until the end. I don't have to say this because it's part of your DNA. And I... Thank you very much from the bottom of my heart. All the messages, all the support that you've been uh, showing to me, it means the world. Thank you very much. That's really nice words. Um, on behalf of the Rangers fans, I thank you as well for supporting us and, and really buying into us as a, as a club and as a community. Um, and you, you're, you've been a most welcome addition to the fan base, absolutely. Thank you very much. It means a lot. And uh, for me, you can expect my support until the very end. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant to hear that. Uh, so thank you very much, Monique. It's been a great discussion with you. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. Thank you. It was a pleasure. And, See you soon, uh, Yeah, and thank you to the listeners. Um, this hope you um, enjoyed this discussion with Monique as much of as course, I. Of course, of course. It was a pleasure. Yeah.